Welcome back to the TNT B&B podcast. These episodes will involve two longtime friends watching a movie and then discussing it at length. So sit back, mix a drink, because you know we'll be drinking. And listener beware, we'll be spoiling the shit out of the movie we watched. Here we go again. We are back. Just running a solo I'm not sure that we've done one quite like this, where it's a movie based on a book, but also a TV show based on the same book series. I don't think we have either. But We've been just changing it up, doing different things. We'll get back to our other stuff eventually. I had recently, or I, you just recently watched, I had watched it previously, the first season of the show. Mm-hmm. And then the first half of the second season just watched, or just dropped, and we watched that, and then just tonight we watched the movie, which came out long before the show ever did. Yeah. So, the book movie series we will be discussing is The Lincoln Lawyer. And I think I'll just run through the numbers of the movie and then the show. And then we can just kind of talk about them just together. Yeah, that's the best way to go about it. Because you're comparing and contrasting and yeah. doing different things. And it's not going to be just the show and then the movie. It's going to be all of it combined into one. Right. So the movie, The Lincoln Lawyer, came out in 2011. Has an IMDb of 7.3. Metascore of 63. Rotten Tomatoes of 83% tomato meter. 82% audience. Had a forty million dollar budget. Domestically, fifty-eight million nine thousand two hundred dollars. Worldwide, eighty-six million seven hundred and fifty-two thousand three hundred and fifty-two dollars. It was directed by Brad Furman, written by John Romano and Michael Connolly, who Michael Connolly was the writer of the novels. Now, the show, The Lincoln Lawyer, it's on Netflix, came out in 2022. Has an IMDb of 7.7. No Metascore. Rotten Tomatoes of 81% tomato meter, 86% audience. As a Netflix show, there's no budget or fucking movie numbers. Um, it was created by Ted Humphrey and David E. Kelly. This doesn't give me writers. David E. Kelly's known for some shit. He did a lot of we, Big Little Lies, yeah. Allie McBeal, like a lot of, he must have been a lawyer in his previous life because it looks like everything he did has to deal with law that makes sense but he's a producer writer creator which is probably why it's a good like lawyer you know i don't know what you call these type of movies they're um courthouse fucking yes like i don't really yeah 
Because these, I think, there's to do a, especially in a movie format, if you're going to do a law or a fucking jury type movie, there's really only two ways to go about it. The lawyer thinks the guy is innocent but is actually guilty, or the guy is actually innocent and they're trying him for a crime that he didn't commit. There's not much yeah. else you can do with that. Well, and what's what I like about the movie and the show here is he got like the movie he got played by a client and in the show he got played by the clients. Yeah. And it just shows that when a lawyer takes on a case, they don't know really like a, I think some of them just see dollar signs. Yeah. And they're just, and they see fame and their career going up. Well, that's the thing that like, especially with a defense attorney like Holler is, if he takes on a case, it's not just it's his reputation on the line also. Yeah. Not just. Well, and we didn't bring up real quick. We're drinking McMaster's and Diet Pepsi. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously, we, yeah, of course, you know. Um, but yeah, going back to this, like when you're that kind of lawyer, you don't know what you're taking on until you start just getting through your case and going through the stuff. You're more thinking, so this is how I take it when I watch a lot of these type of shows. You take pro bono cases because a, you know, something's not right and the people don't have money. You take the high-profile cases because you can charge them a boatload of goddamn yeah. money. And then as you're digging through it, it's like, oh, fuck, I should not have done this. Right. I, I mean, I think that happens more in the movies than it does in real life. But OJ? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody that was uh, defending him knew he was guilty. Yeah, it's just like when he didn't say it in the movie, but in the show, Mickey Holler goes, especially to in the second season when he's talking to his girlfriend slash client. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're guilty or not. Like it just matters what I can prove in court. Yeah, that's true. So there's a lot of that also. Like it, I mean, he's obligated to give his client the best defense that he can. Regardless of if she's innocent or guilty. Yeah. But that being said, especially in like the first season or even in the movie, where halfway, or he didn't find out until after the fact in the show, but in the movie, he finds out during the trial that this motherfucker did it. Yeah. And I mean, this is how I would be as a lawyer. How did they find me? What? Like, well, the guy, John Leguizamo. And the movie one. Yeah. He yeah. was like, uh, I got a I got a big one for you. Like, he's looking out for Holler when, in, in fact, he wanted him because, I don't know if it was because of the Hernandez angle or if he just knew he was a badass fucking attorney. Yeah. But I think he had a deeper thing towards it. Like he knew, I don't know. I I just don't trust people. Yeah, I mean, and especially as a defense attorney, you shouldn't. Yeah. 
But he saw the dollar signs for sure. And well, yeah, he what he charged a hundred thousand dollars, five hundred thousand as a retainer, I think, and then he was getting paid like five hundred bucks an hour when he was working. He said something about a hundred thousand dollars. Right, I think that was the retainer, and then it was five hundred dollars an hour. So what's a retainer? Like that's your flat front, and then it's on top of other. I things. think the retainer is yeah. When you call, you answer. When they call, you answer. Like. Which he You're, did not do at some point. Right, because he is uh, he had become suspicious at that moment. Yeah. And that's one thing, like, you know, the movie was supposedly the first book of the, the, the series. I believe so. I believe the movie with Matthew McConaughey was based on the first book. Okay. Where I don't know where the show picks up. That's what I was just going to ask. Because because... I don't know if you caught it, but they used a lot of the storylines from this movie in the show. Like which parts? Like the the prostitute that he got put into USC. Yeah, that's the one girl. That was glory days from the show. Yeah. They were able to get her off by turning on the drug cartel guy. The whole Menendez case was kind of a side story in the show, but that was the main story here. Yeah. Um, yeah, but those were the two that I caught on. Yeah, I kind of figured that was Glory Days, and, you know, it's... It's so... They just... it Again, like, turning a book into a movie has to be... Significantly more difficult than turning a book into a 10-hour show. Well, yeah, because... you just have so much more time to fucking... You could put two two or three chapters in one episode and make it 45 to 55 minutes. Exactly. Where you're taking a entire book and turning it into two hours. you got to turn it into two hours, exactly. And you're going to be taken out of so much stuff that you're not going to, like, you don't know what to take out, I guess, is the best way. Yeah, and again, like, the, the fact that the show was able to tell a different story than the movie but still use some of those through lines mm-hmm. just shows you the benefit of having a extended time frame to work with. Yeah, and that is my number one question. Is why is it Lincoln Cars? I want to know that answer. I, I really do. And that was something they didn't really lean into much in the movie. No, and I kind of was expecting it in the movie, but then again, like we were just saying, like two hours for a yeah, book. Yeah, if you're going to cut like, something, why? that would be something to cut yeah. for sure. But the only logical sense that I have with this is his dad was... He's got to be his dad, yeah. Yeah, like his dad was a classy old school lawyer and if you're old school you're gonna be driving the lincoln because lincoln back in the 50s and 60s were like the the cream of the crop yeah and i mean then you get into the 80s 90s and today's it's like the foreign the audi the beamers those are the cream of the crop so i have a feeling it has to do something with his dad that would make sense for sure i from what I got from it, 
he didn't see his dad a lot. His mom and him lived in Mexico. It sounded like he grew up in Mexico, at least from the show's perspective. And, yeah. He grew up in Mexico and summered with his dad in mm-hmm. L.A. And maybe that makes sense. Like, he, Well, I mean, that would make him look up to his dad probably even more than maybe he should. Yeah. Because he hardly sees him, and when he sees him, he's a fucking baller. Yeah, exactly. Right. He shows him what a boss he is in the courtroom. Yeah. Took him into those things. and um, So, yeah, I mean, to be honest, it'd be kind of cool to get, like, a younger him. Like, do, like, a flashback to when he was just up and yeah. starting and shit? I, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, an episode of that in the she- in the series. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. It doesn't need to be a whole right. Whole I, I know what you're saying. Season. I liked that. But you know how like every not every a lot of the great shows has a flashback in the middle of the seasons. It's usually around six or seven. There's like a flashback, and it's him as a kid growing up in Mexico, seeing his dad in the things, and all like they had that or him like just going through <laughs> school and being a hot shot or. Like... <coughs> His first couple cases, or the one that like put him on the map, exactly. something like that. Yeah. Now, I and why he's the Lincoln Car guy. Yeah, an explanation for that would be interesting. Because every sure. time I watch this now, it's more of like, and I'm gonna be real. This Lincoln in the movie was not as great as the ones he has. Not the one that he has on the show, no. Like, the classic blue Lincoln convertible. Like, that is what I'm picturing. I mean, yeah, Navigators weren't... They were around in 2011. Not like they are now, though. Yeah, not... Yeah, Navigator now is like... (laughs) They are made to be like Bentley of, you know... You're you're meant to be driven around in a Navigator, not driving mm -hmm. a Navigator. Exactly. Yeah, you got your own office. And that's what I think is baller. Like, in the show part, like, and I think this was season two, where they get all that paperwork, and it's being sent to the office, and they're like, this would not have fit in the Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) Glad we have the office, because this would not have fit in the Lincoln. Yep. (laughs) And another comparison of what this movie and show is, his house in the show is baller. Right. There must have been... But again, this is when he started becoming a lawyer. He so maybe he bought the house in the, you know. Right. I mean, this could have been before he became the Lincoln lawyer, like the guy. Yeah. So it seems like they had just Lorna is mentioned by name and shows up a few times, but they don't seem to have a romantic or had a romantic relationship exactly. yet. He's still stooping his wife whenever they get drunk. Mm-hmm. And she gets pissed off at him every time. But. Yeah. So I think this might be early on in his. Well, and if they would have continued with the movie, I have a feeling that's when he meets Cisco's because he's close to the biker gang in this yep. thing. And, that's and he lost close. his investigator and mm-hmm. has to get another. That makes sense. I When I, we watched the trailer, I thought, oh, William H. Macy is Cisco. Yeah, I did too. But no. He was his he, first first one. investigator that got killed. Yeah, and he got killed because of the case he brought on. Yeah. And it was the mom the whole time. Well, the mom killed him, yeah. But 
trying to protect her son. Yeah. The son was still the fucking asshole. Because she probably knew her son was a psychopath, yep. killer, rapist, whatever the fuck he was, and wanted to protect the family names, and he caught on to things, so he killed him. And then the lawyer caught on to things, and she saw that in his face. That was the beauty thing at the end when he, like, called his biker buddies to... And he, they're beating the fuck out of him, and he walks away and goes, Hospital, not morgue. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. That was cool. I would have just said morgue. I mean, yeah, but he needed him alive in order to get That's Menendez true. or Hernandez out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean... I think we're both on the same thing, like... I feel I wish there would have been a sequel to the movie that would have more led into a show. Right. Because I feel like there's a huge gap between the movie and the show. Yeah, there are. I and, and they could very well be It makes me want to start listening to the goddamn books on tape. There's seven of them, so I mean I mean, I have a perfect time while I'm at work to put a couple of earbuds in and just do what I do. Right. So, yeah, I don't know, like, they may not even be trying to, I don't think they're trying to tie the show into the movie. They're trying to do their own thing, Mm -hmm. which is why they didn't just do the first book all over again, but they tied in some storylines into the show. Yeah, like, that would make sense. It's just that gap that I want to know, like, what the fuck is going on here? Right, like, when did he marry and divorce Lorna? Yeah. When did Cisco come in the picture? Like, I mean, there's a lot there that needed to be fleshed out. I mean, out. he could have got the new house when he got married, and she probably said, you can keep it because it was his money, maybe. I mean, maybe, but Lorna was kind of working, running his office and going to law school, so mm-hmm. she couldn't have had too much money. That's what I mean, like, when they got married. Oh, and, and he got loaded up. badass um, house. That could be, and I mean, they still work together, so it's got to be somewhat. Well, I think they. Like, they even in said the in the show, show yeah, like, like, like we both know it was a mistake. It just, and you were just trying to get it over your ax, but yeah. you weren't. And yeah, they basically came. They to that both realization. knew. Yeah. And in the show, I don't know how she and Cisco are a thing, because like that's an odd pairing for that's sure. An odd, odd, odd pairing. Sometimes opposites attract, I suppose. Well, and then they're talking about their marriage, and he hands her a list of three people, and it's the three people that they <laughs> they're were there in the office. Yeah. yeah, and and the show also. I have to say, show or movie. Um, he doesn't want to hire anybody else because he doesn't trust anybody else. Is that it? Yeah, because he's been fucked over so many times. He's been fucked over, and yeah, I think he likes to keep a close circle. But, like, when you get that high profile. But that was the funny thing about the show, too, because when he first goes to meet the tech guy <clears throat> to, like, try and pitch him to take him on as a client. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's like, how come I've never heard of you? It's like, I make it a point to not be heard of. But then season two starts, and he's on every fucking magazine cover exactly. and newspaper and doing interviews and shit. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, and the tech guy, Trevor was his name. 
Yes, Trevor was the season yeah. one villain. On the, season one. Like, that's another guy that played him. Like, 100%, yeah. I did not really, like, spoiler here. Um, I did not put that all together till the end. Like, when he was playing with his drone. And then the shooting, like, when he's waiting, like, oh, he's checking his emails. Yeah. No, he was on his drone. And now if I rewatch it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. that makes sense. Yeah. They did a very good job of... Uh, like, fucking, I was on his side. They were doing... They did a very good shell game with yeah. that storyline because they had a plausible explanation for every single piece of evidence that they had. Yeah. The gunshot residue one was the kind of bullseye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once they were able to reasonably explain away the gunshot residue, it's like, oh, of course he didn't do it. Yeah. Then well, it turns out he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, like, there's just so much. Like, I could not be a lawyer. I'd trust everyone. Like everything that he was doing, I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. I got this guy." <laughs> oh yeah, because this guy shot up a fucking ninety rounds, got in the fucking SUV, and then covered up the whole car. Yeah, that makes sense. And they kind of tied that into the movie too with the show where <clears throat> I, I'm I'm going on the stand. Like, yeah, we have the case one. You don't need to do this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to anyway. Like there's a, that. Now, this is a question I thought about while watching the movie. Uh, I Again, not reading the book at all. They did not... They leaned pretty heavily into those Mexican heritage in the show. Yes. Which, if that's the case from the book, that's not Matthew McConaughey. That's true. So I don't know if that was a point in the book or they tried to make it a point in the show. Yeah. Who would have played his character in 2011 if it was Well, I mean, that's the point. And 2011, you're just casting the biggest movie star you could get in any movie, whatever the role is. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd, I'd be curious to know if the book, if Mickey Haller in the novels has a Mexican heritage or not. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, it'd be easy enough to find out, but that's just what I was thinking watching the movie. Yeah, I didn't go that far into it, but that makes sense. But again, like how you said it, in that era, that time, you're just taking the biggest... Like, they had a bunch of big stars. Oh, yeah, the, the cast in the movie was fucking stacked. Yeah. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know. And you put it this way, his ex was more Mexican than, you know, wasn't she? Marissa Tomei? Oh, she's Italian. Yeah, I don't think she's Mexican. <coughs> well, let's do that. Because there's really only two characters that appear in both the show and the movie. Right? There's just it's two. first and second. Well, I mean, Lorna doesn't even count because she's in two scenes. But again, and... they showed her as a blonde. Looks right, yeah, similar, and yeah. kind of has the same personality to it. But yeah, I mean, it's not worth comparing the two, but... Comparing Mickey and Maggie, which portrayal do you prefer more of Mickey? The do show. You, you like the show more? Mm-hmm. Why? 
the best way to put it, it's the actor that is playing the role that the role that's in my head. Does that make sense? It's like what I take as um, Nick Howell. Holler. Holler. Um, what I picture, and maybe it's, yeah, I just, I picture him a very much like, like, let's be real. He looks way younger in the show than Naomi Campbell. Like, he looks like he's not eight. We're talking about the show right now. Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Yeah. Um, like she, she show like they're the same exact age, but she looks older than him. And so it's more of like he's just that hot shot lawyer, very sleek, very like badass though looking, where Matt McConaughey is just a tall stick, who has the accent, but he's- it's. One of those, like, I picture a badass. I, that's kind of like he gives a classic look, but a badass, like a James Bond kind of I, a thing. I agree with you in the sense that I like the TV show's interpretation of Mickey Holler better. Mm-hmm. And I, I like Matthew McConaughey a great deal as an actor, as a serious actor. He, not, yeah. Stockman was saying he did some pretty stupid fucking rom-coms back in the day. Yeah. But when he goes serious, I like it. But the problem with a A-list movie star taking on a character like this is all you see is Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Where I've only seen the guy who did Lincoln Lawyer in one thing before, and it was Six Underground, which is he was just a side character in that movie. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really have anything to base it off yeah to attach him to prior to this so he kind of was able to make the role his own yeah i mean i just i just see like how you just said it. like you see math kind of a lot you compare him to different things it's just i don't put him as a badass and i they, put, they, and i put nick Howl or Howl holler, holler, in the badass category. Mick. Mickey, Mickey, whatever. <laughs> Not Nick, but yeah, I, I, they played him differently. Like McConaughey played him more as like a suave kind of playboy mm-hmm. guy, where it seems like the guy who plays him on the show, we should actually fucking know his name, but he plays him more kind of Mickey. Plays him, yeah, more. I don't want to say straight because that's not the right. Like, he can just throw down. Yeah, like, he's... But, I mean, that being said, I didn't hate either one. Oh, I did not hate either one. But, and maybe it's because I do like the show a little bit better than the movie. Because, again, what we were saying, you got ten hours worth of shit, or two hours, where the show is a little more explained to me than the movie the movie's still really great yes awesome movie but 
It also, to me, like they put a lot in there for a two-hour thing when they could have expanded. They, they, it could have it dragged a little bit at moments. It didn't need. It could have been an hour forty and be fine. But then they could have added more of the detail stuff right. and kept it at where they were at, and maybe yeah. did a ten-minute, like cut a few parts of the show, then do like a ten-minute of clip of his dad and him or something and why he wanted to become a lawyer added to this maybe some kind of stuff like yeah. why why that gun why how he got that gun maybe like his dad telling him about that case and handing them a gun like because they, there was no meaning to that gun until they're like oh do you check your house that it done well they touched on it like it was a Gift from a client of his dad's who got him off on yeah, a murder. Yeah, th- but they should have done a clip of his dad talking about that case, giving him that gun. So then when we were processing the murder and all that stuff, like, oh shit, was it the gun that his dad gave him? Like, something in those. Yeah, rounds, no, like, I, I, you know I see. Yeah, like, I know what you're saying. They could have sure. kept it as a two hour long movie, cut 20 minutes of other stuff, and added some more important stuff. Maybe why there's a fucking Lincoln. Why is there goddamn like? Well, I mean that's that's the issue with making a movie like this based on something that has roughly 10, 12 hours worth of content if you're reading it. Like, I mean, you either leave too much in and it gets bloated or you cut too much and it's kind of yeah. truncated. So, I mean, it's 6 I mean, of one half again, dozen of the other. Great. Both of them are great. I prefer the show, but I don't but I'll watch the movie again. I have seen it. This is my first time watching the movie, and I enjoyed it. I'm yeah. pretty sure I watched it two years, a year, whenever it went on a streaming site, or maybe it was on... I mean, we used to have every single movie channel known to man, so maybe when we had cable and had all the movie channels, I might have left it on. Who knows? You're probably out of town. Yeah, I don't. But I just remember watching it, not knowing much about it, and then I saw the show coming out, and I it rang a bell, but I can't remember why it rang a bell. And I it was on my watch list, but I think it was around that time when there was just so many shows I was into that just fell off. Yeah, I watched the show before you did. Yeah. Um, and it get to that point where it's like, shit, man, like, I got six shows going. I want to watch this show. So when I get yeah. done with this, I'm going to start that show. And then you get done with all the shows. And like, what was I going to watch? Yeah, I mean, there's. And a... then you, like, start, like, search on Netflix and it's not even on there anymore. Yeah, That's why I need to get better and more adding it. stuff to my queue. Like, I think we need to delete our queue and add stuff to it just so. When I see something like that, I can just say, oh, yeah, reminder. So then I can just go into the queue and say, oh, that's the show I was going to watch, but that I forgot, or that's the movie. Right. I think I want to start using more of like our queues and it's each of our streaming things, which one, the ones that will let us do it, and then delete after we watch it. Right. And get better at just adding and deleting stuff, because I... I think that's what happens. Yeah, I mean, it was my mom who turned me on to this one. Like she was, she, my parents watched it and said, "This is pretty fucking good." Yeah, I'll check it out. I think it was when you were 
on one of your trips, I just kind of binged it. Mexico or Washington yeah, or who knows where I'd go. But, yeah, so how do you compare the Maggie's? Marissa Tomei and Nev Campbell. Similar. I don't hate I think they were both fine. It, this, this thing is so hard to compare somebody playing a character for two hours yeah. as opposed to a character who gets ten well, hours to flush I, out I the entire... Lie. It took me two and a half episodes to realize that was enough Campbell. I mean... She didn't age well. but um, She aged fine. She just typically doesn't have that long a hair. It's... She doesn't look like the Nev Campbell off of Not Party from of Five. Scream from 1998 or whatever Party the fuck it was. Party of Five with Jennifer Love Hewitt. She was on Party of Five? Damn. I think the first thing I remember her from was either Wild Things or Scream. That was my sister's favorite show. Wild Things? No. Party of oh, Five. Oh, okay. Had Nev Campbell, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Um... Pretty sure. I man, I can't even I think you're right, but Yeah. Smoke shows back in the day. Some of them still are. I'm like eight years old watching these teen <laughs> shows. Fucking just like whatever. Nine oh two would the party of five. My family didn't give a shit. <laughs> hey, that's what's wrong with me. But yeah, I mean, Nev Campbell, Marissa Tomei, I mean, she's rocking in Spider-Man now. She still looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, she's very attractive, even with, like, gray hair. She's a good actress. They're both pretty good actresses. Mm-hmm. I mean. Oh, yeah, I have no problem with either one of their characters. I can't even say one's better than the other. Because yeah, they, they, I they mean, both did pretty good. Yep. <coughs> but. I mean, it's not like the Mickey thing, because I do prefer the show one slightly, not much, just slightly more than Matthew McConaughey. I mean, it's the idea that you get to know him a little bit more that helps. I think that's what it is. But when it comes to um, Tomei and Campbell, I'm indifferent. It doesn't matter. Like, they could have brought. Um, Tomei back on on this one on the show, and <laughs> right. I would have been like, "That's fine." Yeah, that I, yeah, you have to hit the main character right. Not saying that McConaughey was wrong. No, just but that that sets the tone for the entire fucking, especially a show. I mean, he's a tree. He's a stick. Like you got this one in the show. He's got a little muscle. He's a little, you know, bulkier. Like. He's a, yeah, I'm a suit-tie motherfucker, but hey, if I need to drop one and kick your ass, you know. Well, I mean, in the f- opening of season two, he got his fucking shit right. Well, yeah, he's not prepared for it. Yeah. And in the movie, um, he took like a pussy, that bullet at the end. <laughs> he took that bullet like a pussy. Yeah. Right in the gut, you fucking sissy. Yeah, fucking <laughs> sissy, dude. 
Like, what kind of shit is that? I did. That was something, a twist I did not quite see coming was the mom being the fucking... I remembered it. Because, like I said, I saw it once. It's been probably ten years, nine years. We'll just go with whatever. But it was when he won his case in that when the mom invited him to, to dinner. Yeah. And then they saw them whispering. She had that look in her eyes like, oh, that's it. <clears throat> and I did everything just processed all at once. Like that's kind of a callback to the fucking season one of the show too. Was when Maggie lost her case against the Korean or the Asian trafficker. Yeah, she called in the suits to the feds to fucking arrest him again. And that's kind of what happened here. Like he got him off and then called him on the other case and got him arrested again. Yeah, so that's kind of similar. Yeah, but, and then, this, okay, this one just came to me. Um, he had his dad's friend help him in the show, but there was no older guy that he went to for advice. Yeah. <clears throat> I would imagine that's just something that was cut for time. I Because think... they had that same conversation, essentially the same thing happened in the movie that they talked about in the show. Yeah, I wonder if it was after his rehab that his dad's friend reached out to him and kind of was help coaching him. I mean, could be. <clears throat> I mean, you think about it, like, somebody goes through something that traumatic and there's people that haven't reached out in a long time that want to help you get back to where you were. And maybe those people are like your coach, I guess, is the best way. Like, oh, I was your dad's best friend. Or right. Like, something like that. But, yeah, he gets fucked up. Yeah, he's drinking heavily in, in this movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, like, it's kind of like, you're driving. <laughs> you're Lincoln. <laughs> and, yeah, it seems like, <clears throat> this must be fresh off the divorce because they're a lot. I mean, they flirt a little bit in the show, but not quite like they did in the movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, she actually goes back to her house, fucks her, passes out. Then their daughter wakes up between them. And then she fucking gives him the riot act. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, can we just talk about Netflix for a minute? How they fuck when they drop goddamn half of it. That them? sucks. Yeah, like I gotta That's wait a till recent August. Thing too. Yeah. Yeah, I think first week of August is when. Like I said, I said I'd rather have one air every week than binge it. Wait a month, binge another five. I'd rather just like every week just. Well, I mean, to be fair. You could watch just one episode a week until the second season. Drops. Exactly, but if it's, but if it's there, there, you're not there, going to yeah, do it. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's like curiosity yeah, kills it, a kitty. It, it, wait, I can find out what happens next right now. Fucking feed me. Exactly. That's <laughs> what it is for sure. Yeah. I get it. So, I just don't have the control for it. I know, like. That was one of the beauties of Game of Thrones. 
was you watch an episode and then holy fuck you got a week to talk to everybody about it to fucking read all these articles yeah. about theories and shit and that was the beauty of that show like what the fuck is gonna happen next mm-hmm. being a non-book reader if you're a book reader then you were just an asshole and told everybody exactly <clears throat> but yeah this might be one of the shows i need to listen on one of the books of the shows or i need to listen to this book yeah the lincoln lawyer because i think that would keep me interested because now that i've seen the movie more i've seen it twice now but refresh memory and then i've seen the show yeah i mean it'd be fun to listen to the first two or three books Rewatch the, and then watch the shit again to see wh- yeah. how close it is and what correlates. Like start with the movie, and then start with season one, and then finish out season two. And in my head, I'm pretty sure I could crank through three books before August. Yeah, because <clears throat> all I need to do is like, hey, Lanny, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then I'm just going to sit there and um, listen to my the books for four hours while I open. Now, I think that, like, these kind of movies, like court fucking trial movies, mm-hmm. suffer in the movie format more than they do in the show format. Because, like, remember in the first season of the show, they go to fucking jury selection and yeah they built all that up you can't do all that in a two-hour movie no and that's what we so can't the, bring, like doing 10 hours versus two hours the courtroom shit really suffers you in a movie eight hours yeah of game like building up building tension and drama yeah and all that shit yeah absolutely. and you can add small cases which is what's great about the show is because they brought he's, stuff into yeah, the he's second got season. seven fucking side things that happen that pay off later yeah yeah and 100 yeah like you see season two with some of the people that come from season one and what i liked about season two is the guy that you know, his daughter did the yeah, art. Yeah, he got off on the cop fucking... Yeah. Or he got charged with assaulting a cop, but it was bullshit. Yeah, because he was just selling he brought cheese. him back, yeah. And so then um, they brought him back, but his daughter did the same thing, and he works for the Lakers as a promoter. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, can you bring him to... Like, he made it famous. Away. Yeah. And it, you can add those small things to TV shows, too. So it's like those small cases where you build a little more heart for the guys. Like, hey. Yeah, you can more develop the character as he is. Like, mm-hmm. That's just to show you that Mickey Haller's kind of a fucking, well, he's a badass for one, but he's also a cool fucking dude. Yeah. He takes care of people he cares about. Well, that's what I liked about like the first episode of season one. He's on the beach, contemplating his life, like, you know, has a surfboard, got injured, going into this, talking to his second wife and (laughs) saying, you got to go to this, you got to go meet this lady now. And he goes and he has like thousand dollar suits just in this thing, picking out one. And then he walks out, opens his garage. There's two navigators, <laughs> two Lincoln navigators, and a Lincoln convertible in the, from the 60s, maybe 70s. 
and he's she's like you gotta make it cool so he just literally takes the convertible and he just starts cruising yeah and then that's when he realizes he takes over his uh cow, his buddy's, buddy's law firm, law firm mm-hmm. and yeah yeah i was i'm that's what made me filled up like this guy's a badass <laughs> like oh pop over my garage well yeah which so you, so you were hooked from the jump then yeah that like, just like show? got me into like yeah you're a badass no. motherfucker like who just has two of the same damn car two navigators and then uh lincoln like like you can have lincoln made some badass cars back in the day like oh actually new the new ones are not bad but yeah, I mean, the Lincoln was kind of the... I could see him having, like, that old Lincoln convertible and then a brand-new Lincoln convertible and kind of have those side-by-side. Side. And yeah. then maybe, like, the smaller Lincoln SUV, like my size of my car, and then the big size, just you know, have all oh, yeah. different sizes. I mean, I think the Navigators are bread and butter right now, isn't it? Well, they have a crossover that's badass too. Navigators oh, are navigators are badass, but I think there's a there but again, a crossover. like we said, like you get driven in a Land Rover or a fucking Navigator, yeah. you don't drive a Navigator. Exactly, but it, yeah, it, I get but what if you're he saying. doesn't have a driver, take the crossover, you can right. drive yourself. You don't need to drive the Navigator. But I'm sure he likes the classics. Mm-hmm. But no, there's. I just want to. That's why I want to listen because I got to figure out why. This is my question of the day. <laughs> why Lincolns? Why Lincolns? <clears throat> I'm sure in the books there is a solution or a fucking answer it's to probably that. Probably the first one. I would imagine. But I get why they cut all that shit out, like him and his car doing work. They had. You got to cut the fat somewhere for a movie. Yeah. So it makes sense that would be one spot. Mm hmm. But, yeah, I mean, what would you rate the, how are we going to do this? That's, uh, that's a good question. I don't know. We Because I basically said I like the. I like the show better than the movie. I like the show better than the movie, but the movie was still good. The movie great. is still good. And I recommend, this is, if you have, I mean, we already spoiled the shit out of it, but there's a lot more details that we left out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's very great. But if this is coming from me, you can tell me it's different. But I feel like if you have not heard or even seen the series or even the movie, I would start with the movie, then go to the show. Yeah. I would. And I would say do it that way. Just because then you get a gist of the character, and then you can judge from that to the show. And it's it's interesting to see, like, having watched the show first, I was kind of picking out storylines from the movie already. Mm -hmm. Like, when he's like, to the woman who got arrested for hooking and coke. Yeah. Like, that was straight out of season two. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, I already knew that was coming already, but go the other way and say, all right, I see where this is going in the yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, do it your way, but I would recommend the movie because it's only two hours. And then maybe going into an hour show whenever you have the time. To They're both worth a watch for sure. Yeah, I, worth... I would say movie seven, show eight mm-hmm. would probably be how I would rate it if we had to do it that way. Let's, I'll go the same because that's, I mean, 
like I said, I I kind of want to start listen. I I think I can get through three books, and then I would like to maybe watch the movie, season one and season two before se- the part two drops again. Well, I <clears throat> I just gotta figure out where to find audio on. It's audio not books. even sure. We're not even sure if book two is season one. They could be skipping yeah, that's around. That's what I mean, bit. but I'm gonna. But I figure by the time we get to three, I should figure out shit. Yeah, I would hope. Why would they leave a fucking bunch of books? I mean, the, the fucking it. sources right there. Might as well use it. But before, so we rated. Yeah, they're both great. Now we were talking earlier about how difficult like courtroom procedural movies are to do, because. It's either the guy's guilty and is pretending to be innocent, or he's innocent and he's being charged with being guilty and got framed. Mm-hmm. So those movies are kind of difficult to do because there's not very many ways to go. What are your? What is your favorite, like courtroom drama movie? No, we just talk about stuff that has like lawyers and stuff that's involved with that, or I, I, <clears throat> a movie that takes some time inside a courtroom. It doesn't have to be the fucking end all be all. See, I can't really answer that because there's so many that see. I I might be missing. I have two that stuck out in my head. When there's one with Tom Cruise that's in my head. A few good men. Yes. That's that's probably the end all be all, for me anyway. That movie's yeah, that's what that like that's why you can I go back I, to the fifties and go like Twelve Angry Men oh, and I shit like that. that, but I I don't remember those all that well. I was forced to watch an English class. In well, you probably read it and watched it. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is when you said that, the first thing that came to mind was Tom Cruise, and. Yes, but I didn't want to say it because there's like so many. There's a ton, but that one sticks out to me. Primal Fear sticks out to yep. me. And one that gets overlooked, I think, from my thought is uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Mm-hmm. Which it's kind of a it's a possession movie, but a lot of it takes place inside the courtroom. Yeah. Now I think that's a very underrated movie myself. Yeah. Um love that movie. The other there's a courtroom show most of it's based god it's on Netflix and I watched it during the fall maybe. It was a like courtroom drama? Mm-hmm. It was a straight drama? It was, damn it, I'm going to have to look this up later. I can't remember. But the show was very dragged until the ending. And if you made it to the ending, you're like, like, holy holy fucking (laughs) shit. Again, too much shit. but. But yeah, I mean... Courtroom dramas, those types of stories are best told in long form. Yeah. So, like, even 
<clears throat> like they were doing, like when he's explaining to Izzy in the show about how trials work. Mm-hmm. Your opening statement is your way to introduce yourself to the fucking jury. Jury selection is a fucking card game, essentially. Yeah. And like all of that is best served in a long form content as opposed to a fucking two hour pump and dump. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <coughs> God damn it. Yeah, I'm glad we went down that road this week. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. The show is really fucking strong. It sucks that we have to wait a month for the rest of it, but. Yeah, I might try to. I like it. Do some books on tape. Um, and we'll probably touch whenever. Whatever podcast we do in a month or whenever it drops, we'll touch back on it. And yeah. I can't imagine this. This is not going to be a seven, eight season show because Netflix just doesn't really do that anymore. I can see it being 10. They did five. They're probably going to do another five. I mean, no, five episodes, but I don't think this is going to be lasting for seven seasons like House yeah. of Cards and shit. Did. They don't just they just don't do that anymore. Which is horseshit. Which, I mean, think about it. What is the longest running show on Netflix right now? Like, you at season four. Witcher just dropped three. Yeah, and like, they don't changing, go deep. So that one's going to be done. Yeah, that, Witcher's dead. But what is you at five? Maybe? I think it decided it was six. Like, they don't. Once shit loses favor, they. Yeah, they, they fucking they dump and run. But you never know. I'd be, like I a think show, it'll probably get one more season, I would think, would be my guess. Yeah, but what's the chances, like, if they dump it, HBO comes out and be like, yeah, we'll pick this shit up. I mean, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility. It has happened before, but. Because, I mean, HBO is just always just like, oh, we'll, we'll try this one. We'll give this one a go. Yeah, apparently they lost their ass on the idol. <laughs> I liked that shit. <laughs> of course you did. But. I liked it not solely for what you're thinking, but... She was a manipulator? The fucking ending was fucking wild. That was just... Whoa, big fuck you. <laughs> not, nothing wrong with that. And that is awesome in my books because why the fuck wouldn't you? But yeah. It's not even any ice downstairs, so what the fuck are we doing? Be ice and ice cream trays. But, but yeah. I mean, I. I recommend both. They're both fucking great. And I recommend the idol. <laughs> I don't give a shit. And if you saw The weekend last summer in concert, it even gives you more of a... He's probably like fucking The weekend is leaning towards... Uh... Fuck. Who's the villain in the, in the movie? 
What's his, the actor's name? Um, fuck me. He's married to Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, they're talking about the movie that we just watched. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? He was in um, Cruel Attention. Yes, Ryan Phillippe. Yeah, he's the weekend is like him. Yes, I don't know. I'm fucking. It could be. Think. Well, he did kill people. I don't know. They didn't really. But whatever. Kill people. I recommend it. It's a good. It's a good one. The movie and the show are both great. Fuck the idol. No, idol. The idol's great. Do your thing. So, we need a drink. And. Yeah, we'll get back to pirates and what else were we doing? We gotta do the fast. Oh, yeah, fast 10. We should get on that. So, we'll get on it. We'll get going. Figure them out. We got 878 coming up. And then I'm gone for a weekend, and then, yeah, so. And 78 will be after that. Yeah, so we're going to figure this out. Peace. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more. Booze and bullshit.